Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Bear Down Sports Association podcast. Uh, I think it's episode 170 or 171. Not sure. Didn't check it. Week 5 preview. Going to be quick in and out here. Uh, 15 minutes. We're going to preview the seven games from this week. Um... Uh, it should be a good week. Got a couple teams with double headers, uh, big games all across the slate. So I'm excited to get started. Everyone knows where the games are. Everyone knows the games are at Heavenly Farms Field in East Brunswick, 440 Dunham's Corner. I sent it to the captains. Please, I posted it on the Instagram. I'll post it again tonight. Um, make sure your teams know that is where the games are being played. Um, honestly, after watching the film this week of the games that we talked about last week. Um, we were we we uh we definitely missed some highlighting some people, but I, I honestly can't remember. But there were just some people like um oh my god who had I honestly don't remember, um uh, but there were some guys that I got to get back on the film and remember to shout them out this week on the pod because or next week because they had some good games last week. But anyway, let's just get started. Week five, first game, nine o'clock, Baylor versus Florida. Baylor playing without uh without playing without Rob L, without Sedano, and without Rob Torino. Oh, they only have six. They're getting soaps to sub for Sedano, and that's their only sub. So a little light on the line potentially, um, but soaps gives them the defensive element in the in the safety from the safety position, corner position that should help them. them um, offense too. Yep, also gives them offense as well to replace the uh, dynamic ability of Sedano. Um, Florida, on the other hand, coming off of two losses. I mean, two wins. Two, two wins. wins. I'm sorry. Yeah. Two wins on a double Florida head. team. A hot Florida team versus a Baylor team coming off a loss. Yes. Shorthanded. Um, Baylor, what I what I know from Baylor is that Baylor ordered uh, wristbands, and Augie has plays going there, so that all will have the wristbands on. Uh, lose to a team that has wristbands, and you get your own wristbands yourself, I guess. Cincinnati had wristbands on, beat okay. them. Now they want to mimic, mimic what works, I guess. Um, this is a big game for Florida. Let's see where you're at. You took down LSU last week. You took down USF. You got wins you were supposed to get. You beat LSU without their starting quarterback, and you took care of the other um, winless team in the league. Can you play with a team that is near the top? Baylor's prop, I think, was number three in our rankings uh, last week. I mean, after last week's games. I don't want to see if Florida can contend. What do you think? This is a statement game for Florida. Uh, you know, I, I see a bunch of great athletes on that team. I, I saw them move the ball well last week. I seen them, uh, you know, win a doubleheader, which is tough to do in this league. Very tough. So I'm impressed. Now you got to go out and play one of the top-ranked teams in this league. I think we have them at number three in the power rankings. Yes. Uh, we're playing against a bunch of veterans, a bunch of guys that know how to win in this league. It's going to be a tough game. Uh, as far as Baylor goes, they got to tighten up that uh, red zone offense, and yep. I, think, I think they'll be fine because they can move the ball up and down the field. Yep. Uh, I think Justin and are going to have to do a lot in this game. Yeah, I, I look for a good game, uh, but I'm, I'm going to go with the experience and go with Baylor on top. But, again, uh, Florida, you, wanna, you, wanna, you want us to take notice? This is a game you got to go out and grab. Yeah, well, you know um, what? Be competitive. Be competitive, and, I, and I'll, I'm, I'm noticing. Yeah, and especially because it's a shorthanded Baylor team playing without two of their main guys. Um, I think that Florida definitely has an opportunity to dominate the line of scrimmage on both sides potentially. Um, if they do that, that will help them and give them a, a better chance of winning. But I'm going to also have to take Baylor. They've been the better team so far this season. But I like the direction that Florida is heading in, and I hope that they build off the of last week and um, definitely at least compete, keep this within one score, and. Uh, Maybe pull off an upset. All right, other 9 o'clock game, LSU versus USF. 
Um, that is Matt Mascara returning after a week absence where his team went 1-1 one one on a doubleheader without him. Shout out to Joe DeMeo, the inevitable Joe DeMeo. The greatest backup quarterback. Yeah, in, uh, he's good for a spot start. He's great for a spot start. Uh, Cold hard. off the bench after a year and then come right in and just throw a touchdown and, just and win throw, a game. Yeah, no, uh, Joe DeMeo played a good game. To, a good day, I should say. Had his moments. Um Listen, getting a getting a win without your starting quarterback is huge. They got it. They're two and two right now. LSU facing an zero and five, zero and four USF team, zero and four USF team. Um, this is the game for USF. If you're gonna have, make any type of your season, you have to win this game. Um, LSU is a team still kind of trying to find itself, get guys, get all their guys there on the same day, get on the same page. So you've been playing for three, four weeks now, kind of together. Brandon has kind of figured it out a little bit at quarterback. I saw some good stuff when he played against Florida last week. They just need to convert inside the red zone. They've gotten inside the 10 a couple times against Florida that they weren't able to capitalize and score. Um, don't turn the ball over, and Brandon seems to probably run more at quarterback. I like what they I like. Uh, they moved Remy to quarterback for a couple of plays just to get the ball in his hands, let him run, make plays with the football, um, mix it up, be aggressive, and if you win this game, your season's turned around. Yeah, they needed this in the worst way. They were definitely competitive last week against Yeah, the, 100%. 13-12 final. And that, that's all you ask for. I'm not, now you got to start asking for wins when you're uh, winless and you're heading towards the playoff stretch. So uh, it's, it's going to be a big game for them. Uh, could this be the year that the the purple curse? Purple curse could be lifted this could year. Be, could be because get a purple team in the playoffs. I like uh, LSU. I like uh, <laughs> I like the one. <laughs> oh, Keanu. Keanu's great. Uh, I, he's a weapon, and I, I hope that uh, they, they keep using him the way they have been. Um, I I think he's a, a major talent. I, I think uh, both sides of the ball. Uh, I, I love the veteran leadership they have on this team. And uh, again, I didn't see a lot of mascara. Th- I mean, I saw. He's one game against me. Right, right. Other than that, I'd like to see a little bit more. But uh, you know, I, I since the first time I saw him throw the ball, I thought he, had, you know, was a, he was a good leader, leader of men on the field. Yeah. I, I liked it, the direction that he goes in and, and what he brings to his team. So uh, I'll roll with LSU on this one. All right, I think I'm going to have to take LSU too. Hard to pick a team uh, who hasn't won a game yet, but USF, prove us wrong. Go get this dub. Change your season. Get right and uh, yeah. figure it out. I think their flag pulling has been good, which is usually a problem for teams. Um, that new for newer teams, but I thought their flag pulling has been uh, been pretty solid, top to bottom. Uh, I like their D line with Jarwar and Ray Cafano. They they've both made some plays this year. Um, yeah, big shout out to Jarwar. You know he comes at every single game and gives yeah. you know more. Than, I'm, it's cliche to say 110, percent but he gives you everything he has when he goes on the field. Yeah, I think him paired with the new the new guy Ray, who has four or five sacks this season so far. Um, it could make it could make definitely make life difficult for LSU if they're not able, unable to protect. But um, rolling with LSU in this one, Keanu has been a beast on both sides, as you said. And uh, if they have a full team, LSU, I think they have a good team. So rolling with LSU. Joe, uh, step up. Uh, Ten o'clock game. Uh, good game. Pittsburgh versus Hawaii. That's Mikey versus Suroff. Wow. Uh, the only undefeated team left in the league. Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Panthers, coming in at five and zero, led by Suroff, Liam Knowles, and Sobes. Um, Got their work cut out for them. You know Hawaii. You know Mikey. He's always going to slow down the game, limit possessions. Uh, time possession is going to be key in this one. Suroff's offense has done a really good job this year, uh, being able to score on hit on big plays. Uh, they have a lot of long touchdowns. Liam's got a bunch. Sobe's got a. We one. got uh, full squads on both sides. Uh, from what I know, yes. I don't know. I don't know of anyone missing this game, missing this game for either side. I like the matchup. Uh, I thought. Pittsburgh played well defensively against my team last week. Um, 
They play great defensively against IB. They play yeah, good defensively yep, against you. Yep. It's a good defensive it's, unit. Yeah, they get Dins back after not yeah, having him last Din, week. Dins is huge to that team. He's you know huge to start off. Um, I, I I just word, a word of, of caution to uh, to start off. Uh, Ryan Bartlett could be defensive player of the year. Guy is frying on the defense side of the ball. Yeah, just just watch out for him. He's a ball hawk. Uh, has he got an interception every game this year? Yeah, probably. I think so. Uh, and so, a lot multiple too. Yeah, no, he he's uh, he's been a ball hawk back in the secondary. Uh, the the DBs of the Hawaii team have been tested a lot this season. They've made a lot of plays. They're a lot of them are really high in the interceptions and the pass breakups. That's Mahmood, Bartlett, Hogreef. Uh, they get Isaiah Copes back this week, so it's a bad. It's a it's a secondary that's been tested a lot this season. They need to get Rags back this week as well. Rags is going to be huge for him and Spo on the D line, trying to cause Suroff to make mistakes. Yeah. Um, Mikey's going to be loud in this one. Ten o'clock game, uh, first game of a doubleheader for Pittsburgh uh, for for Hawaii. For Hawaii, no Hawaii doesn't well, have the last No, okay. neither. No, neither does. Neither okay. does. I'm sorry. Um, and it, both teams only played one game in this day. Oh my God, it's tough to pick against a team that's five and zero. I picked against them last week, obviously, because I was playing against them. Um, I, I want to see the key. Uh, I'm going to roll with Pittsburgh. I'm rolling with Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm rolling. I want to see the marquee matchup Bartlett uh, on top of. of of uh, Liam, on top of Liam, yeah. Uh, that's a that's a that's a that's something that Liam is probably listening to right now and can't wait for that. Um, uh, the, Liam, the key to this game: uh, turnovers. Yeah. Uh, if Mikey is in the turnover mood, he had four it, last week against yeah, UNC. It, it's not his team. The game. Yeah, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna go over well. Uh, limit the turnovers, and we got a game. Uh, I'm rolling with the hot team. I'm rolling with Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm rolling with Pittsburgh too. You get uh, Serho Streak is still alive as a starting quarterback, undefeated uh, during the yeah, season. Yeah, no, no, it's definitely rolling. And uh, okay, we both on Pittsburgh. Next game, ten o'clock. Also, USF second game back to back against Cincinnati. Rough schedule. Rough, rough, rough scheduling. Uh, schedule for them. Uh, they have to play a second game against a team in IB that in Cincinnati, I should say. I'm sorry, led by IB that is one of the best in the league and uh they're fast they're aggressive they're loud they bring a lot of energy when they're when they're prepared and ready to go um it's going to be uphill battle for uf usf to win this game if they are going to win this game the key to it is just going to be limit ib's possessions limit the big plays and make sure you have someone that's fast enough to keep up with ib in the in the secondary middle linebacker uh take take your best player put him in the middle field and he's got a spy yeah, IB. Yep. That's simple. 100%. Uh, have to limit limit his big plays, and you have to uh, limit how many possessions they get, which means you have to have six, seven play drives where you convert on fourth downs and move the chains, uh, something that USF did pretty well last week, but needs to build off that and build off of their game one. Hopefully, if they are able to pull off a win, they'll have some energy going into this game. Uh, I'm going to take Cincinnati, though, because I don't know how um, a team that just has have enough experience playing league against a guy who's been so dominant in leagues in our league before. So right. I'm taking Cincinnati. Yeah, I like I like the direction Cincinnati's going. You know, they had a um, a bad loss for them against Pittsburgh, or they didn't really show up offensively. And, mm-hmm. But uh, last week they got right back on it against a very good Baylor team. So that I was very impressed with that. IB's back, you know, back on his game. Uh, great play calling in the red zone. Love that. Uh, you know what? Bottom line is, I, IB is the best quarterback to ever play in this league. It's the truth. I'm sorry, Kurtz. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, he's he's it's got the the, he's got the rings to prove it. Yeah, I know. And it's a tough, it's a tall order for a young team to come in, a rookie team to come in and, and try to uh, dethrone. Uh, 
a team like that with a quarterback like that. So 100%. I'll, I'll roll with Cincy. Yep, I agree. First game of Cincinnati, first Cincinnati on the day they'll be playing too. We'll talk about their second game right now against UNC led by Vin Gargano and company. Get Steve Bowen back this week. Um, UNC uh, came back from the dead last week against Hawaii down to three scores with like 11, 12, 13 minutes to go. I think maybe it was two scores with like eight minutes to go. Regardless, Mikey throws a bunch of interceptions. UNC takes full advantage. Vin Gargano, uh, four total, uh, four or five total touchdowns. Five total, I think five total, or four total actually. They had to pick six on the other end as well. Um, and they pull off the big win. They get their season going. Vin's one and zero. They get to two and three, I believe, on the season. Uh, it was a big win for UNC. Now they play against Cincinnati team that they'll get to sit there and watch potentially for an hour beforehand, and will be maybe be a little tired. Um, UNC has been terrible defensively all season, though, which is not the recipe for success if you're going to beat a Cincinnati team led by IB, DeLon, CJ, guys that are really good at making guys miss their flag. Um, I I think that UNC will be able to keep it close because they got Vin leading them and they got Bowen and Douglas. Yeah, and they have a pretty decent offense, but um, I just think that it's a little bit of an uphill battle in this game. I think Vin is going to have to Vin is going to have to be great. Um, and they're going to have to step it up defensively and just be better. They can't. They can't leave guys on islands that can't. That, that shouldn't be on islands with receivers. They have to be much better flag pulling in the secondary and at the defensive line of scrimmage. And you have to sack IB. Douglas is a guy that's athletic enough to, I guess, somewhat keep up with IB. But um, you need to. It needs to be a team effort on the D line to really contain him and make him work for his yards. So um, I think it's a tall order for UNC. I'm going to roll with Cincinnati. I think that they're the better team right now, and I think that if they're coming off a nice, easy win, potentially, in their first game against the winless USF team, they could also uh, make quick work of this UNC team. Yeah. Um, where do I start? Uh, first, you know, the UNC loses Paul Coco. Uh, they couldn't have got a better replacement in Vin Gargano. Yeah. Uh, he'll move that team. Uh, he'll lead that team. Uh, like I said, great veterans and Douglas – um, Bowen, Bowen, yeah. Out. I mean, he's he's got weapons, Vin. He's gonna make this a good game. Like again, it's gonna be to me. I think time possession is gonna be key in this game. Okay, very okay. I think uh, the 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 winner of the time possession wins this game. Uh, I think that um, Delon gets up a little bit more for this game because I believe last time he teamed with uh, Vin Gargano, he felt like he didn't get the ball enough. Yes, Delon could definitely be up for this one. So. Uh, so you you might get a glimpse of playoff Delon in this game, uh, raises game just a bit. Uh, it's gonna be a good game, uh, but again, I'll roll like you. I'll roll with Cincy. Yeah, we all, we have a lot. We have all the same picks so far this week. I want someone to shut us up and change the narrative, um, but just kind of what we think. All right, other eleven o'clock game, first game of my doubleheader, playing against Georgia, Leota. Hmm. Um. They get Paul Carter and Brett Crystal back from last week, that absence last week. I think I have a full squad outside of Morick. Um, This is a big week for our squad. We're one and three right now. We we are definitely desperate to get our season back on track. I have our defense has played great. I think so far this season, only allowing twenty one points or more zero. We have never we have not allowed twenty one plus points in a game this season. Um, Offensively, we just haven't gotten going. I need to be better. I need to see the field differently. As um, I need to see the field better. I need to make better decisions. I need to probably run the ball more. Um, I'm determined. I watched some film this week. I game plan for sure. Uh, 
I'm excited. I like. I'm happy that I'm finally playing later in the day. It's the first time we're playing at not nine o'clock this year. So maybe okay. I'll be a little more awake. Little maybe more my team will be a little more awake, a little more sharp. We we'll get there on time. We get a little there early. Yeah. Get a little practice in before. Um, I think that as long as we execute offensively a little bit better than we have been, I think we'll be all right in this game. Yeah, key is uh, protection. Your protection. Yeah, for sure. We have to play some without more. Morik, we're gonna have to probably go to some four man lines and. And get guys in the trenches. I, I like a four man line. I think you can do a lot of thing off, off a lot of things offensively with a four man line. Mm-hmm. I know it cuts down on on the ability uh, your wideouts to get the ball, but uh, you know I, I you know it's just different things you could do. Yep, hundred percent. I know your game plan for this. Uh, like I said, you play against uh, Georgia. They get a good rush on you. Yep. Uh, Paul I, Carter, Red Crystal, Malozzi, Uh Yeah, Malozzi's got to be big in this Jimmy game. Jimmy Flott, Alex Hines have been the main receivers and DBs for... Uh, Orlando. Vin Orlando, I don't think he's going to be here. I think he's in Disney with his family. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, listen, I think it's going to be a good game. I think George has played basically in all close games this season, and I don't expect anything different in this one. Um, obviously, I'm taking myself. I think you, I'm going to get you, back on you, track. you got to cut down on the turnovers, too. Yeah, 100%. I think I have seven in four games. I think you're going to be a little bit more tuned in for this game. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good game, uh, But and uh, I'm going to roll with you. I'll go with you also. All right. Last game of the day, my second game of doubleheader against West Virginia, Tommy Galante. Ooh. This is a tough game. Um, us playing the second game of doubleheader is definitely going to be tough. Um, Dan Dexter is joining this team. They had never had a four, they had their fourth round pick never showed up or third round pick never showed up. So a couple weeks ago, he asked me if Dan Dexter could play. I said yes. Dan's finally able to show up. He's playing the rest of the season. They need a, they never got they've been playing with seven the entire year. I told him he can get a sub if this kid doesn't show up. Never showed up. So Dan Dexter is returning to the league for the rest of the year for West Virginia. Wow, um, big, big upgrade for them. Um, gives them a second receiver to throw the ball to. That Tommy drives it a kid who was a receiver. play, yeah. Dan's, yeah, yeah. Dexter had a great, great season. The last two seasons he's played, and he played with Negron. Tommy is definitely an upgrade from that. Um, they have the presumptive MVP right now in yeah, Malik, Malik Presley. Yeah, Malik's the man. Um, we're going to see if we can do the necessary job to not let him do what he's been doing to every other team. He's, I think he's posted at least two touchdowns every game he's played. And... He's now doing it on the defensive end as well. Multiple interceptions, uh, tackling, making plays. He's a monster. Um, very happy he's in the league. Very good. I'm very happy he's, he's a good good guy. I was talking to him after the games. Um, always, I always love adding elite players that are beasts like this. So uh, Yeah, let, let's hope he stays in the league. Yeah, uh, so. it's, to me, it's going to come down to what you and Danino can do versus Tommy and Malik. Yeah. But on both sides of the ball. 100%. I'm going to have to be sharp. Very interesting. Uh, they have the best offense in the league right now. They score the most points in the league by a lot. But they can be touched up defensively. You know, if you're not going to Malik's side, I feel. <laughs> Listen, they got some talented guys. Tommy Galante and Dane Lupton have been very good defensively as well. Um, they do a good do- job in the offensive line protecting him with Austin, Samarco, Dane, um, Ballo a little bit. So Ballo. they got a good team, man. They got a good team to add Dan Dexter to. It's going gonna, gonna to become a great team. Uh, Tommy's feeling himself right now. He's running the ball really well. He's throwing the ball at an elite level like he usually does. But um, he looks he looks good. He's good in the film right now. I was watching film earlier today. You give Tommy an elite lineman like Austin, mm-hmm. and you give Tommy an elite target like like he had him Paulie like, Costello. Now he's now got him Malik. Malik. Yeah, uh, he's gonna shine in this league. Who are you rolling with? I know, I know who you're gonna pick. So. I'm picking myself. Yeah, obviously. Of course. I, I think I'm, you're taking West Virginia. I'm, yeah, I'm going with West Virginia on this yeah. one. You got the uh, league leading uh, candidate for MVP yeah. on the other side of the ball, and he makes things happen. 
Uh, he's been a part of every one of their wins in a big way. So Yeah, I think uh, a key for us is we need to rotate well, sub in the first game, so we're not exhausted for the second yeah, game. I'm going yeah. to need Danino to step up. I'm going to need you to step up. Yeah, no, nah, we're going to have to play really well. Uh, I'm really excited for the challenge. I think that Ritter's going to have a big day for us. I think Caleb's going to have a big day for us. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, we need a 2-0. At worst, we have to go 1-1. One one. Uh, I'm expecting 2-0 because I always expect to win when I step on the field. Thank you for listening. 20 minutes down, 20 minutes for the games. We'll see you at Heavenly Farms Field in East Brunswick, 440 Dunham's Corner on Sunday at 9 a.m. See you. Peace. Peace.